Good morning, Jazz Basketball Nation. What a game that was last night. The home opener. Nobody knew what to expect. I know there's some people that probably are claiming that they knew what to expect, but that was unreal. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it. For one, what a game! We played so hard. Um, let the rebuild begin, baby. <laughs> I, I uh, was joking around on Twitter a little bit. Which, if you're not on Twitter during basketball games, what are what are you doing? It's so much fun. I uh, I'm not a big Twitter fan, but during jazz games and like during commercial breaks and interacting with other fans, it's so much fun. So uh, get on there. We did a pregame for the the opener last night. Um, I had probably ten listeners on. It was is really fun. Got to talk with my buddy Mitch Tulane. He's the head coach over at Syracuse High football. Uh, sorry, not head coach, uh, one of the coaches, he's a defensive coordinator, but, uh, he asked some great questions. We, I got to respond. And he, one of his questions was, um, and he, he, he hadn't watched any preseason or hasn't been following much. He said, what name are we going to know by the end of tonight? And I followed up with, have you been watching preseason? Because I feel like most people kind of have been catching on to the Walker Kessler, ride and I I said Walker Kessler Um, he's a big guy he's mobile he can move he can score maybe not the best defender yet I I would have liked to see him on Jokic instead of Markinen Um, but our next matchup against Rudy Gobert and I I cannot wait to see how he holds up against Rudy Gobert I hope he takes it really personally Um, I love Rudy I am ecstatic on how he did with the Timberwolves last night. And there's a stat I I saw on Twitter I'm going to share about Rudy Gobert that really blew my mind um, as far as his field goal attempts with the Jazz and with the Timberwolves already with game one. So we did a back to – the Twitter and what we do on live spaces. We did one at the pregame. I also was so excited that we were winning um, at halftime that I did one at halftime, which we had um, Tevin, T-E-V-A-N, Tevin, I want to say, is that's how you would say it, uh, joined in and and, um, was super fun. And then at the end of the game, we did a postcast. And my buddy Kevin Berardi jumped on, and we talked uh, probably for an hour. So I wish I would have recorded all that as a podcast. I just did it on Twitter. I think I'm going to be able to go into the archives and get it, but um, that's why I'm hopping on and, and doing a podcast this morning. It's it's a fun day to be a jazz fan, a, a complete 360 of what we're used to. Uh, We're used to having those 20-point leads and blowing them. Um, It felt like the Timberwolves were coming back in the fourth quarter, and we just held on. We we held on. I think Will Hardy made some really great substitutions. There was one point I was nervous because Kessler was just balling out, and he took him out and put uh, Markinen in. Vanderbilt fouled out early, early in the game. Um 
or had foul trouble and then came in and fouled out. So if if you add Vanderbilt into the the equation, um, you've also got Clarkson that just had a, a horrendous game to me. Had six turnovers, just didn't play like him. Um, it's almost like he's lost a little bit of focus, which is understandable. He was competing for a championship, and maybe now he feels like he's not. Rudy Gay came in, splashed some threes. Uh, hopefully he keeps doing that so his trade value will go up and we can get a piece for him. Um, and Walker Kessler, I, I, that's the that's the stat I have yet to mention. The first jazz man with a double-double in their debut. Think about that. I, I tweeted out, is, can Walker Kessler be better or can he be as good as Rudy Gobert? And I don't mean that in the sense as defensively, because I think when you think of Rudy Gobert, you think of three-time defensive player of the year. Um, block shots, rebounds, yeah. But I'm saying offensively, Walker Kessler, in my mind, is already more gifted and has the ability to score around the basket better than Rudy Gobert. Um, Maybe not in the sense of lobbing it up there. Rudy was really great at lobs and just throwing it down, which I think we didn't utilize him enough. But last night, Walker Kessler had like an up and under reverse on Jokic. He had a pivot where he he pivoted outside, then back inside and went up under uh, Jokic's arm and scored. And, I mean, Jokic isn't the greatest defender, but for a rookie to go in there against a possible MVP for the year, super impressive. Super, super impressive. So, uh, Mitch, if you're listening to this, cheers to Walker Kessler. I know you said you noticed Sexton. <laughs> One of my favorite plays of the game was Sexton at the top of the key, and I retweeted this on Twitter if you want to go check out the highlight. He does a little bowl uh, with his right foot and stomps the – I don't know what what they actually call it, but uh, like a bull does when he's about to charge, you know, does his bull foot on the ground twice, sits there for a little, then just takes it right at Jokic and scores with the left hand. Beautiful play. I really, I really like Colin Sexton. I like Colin Sexton and Mike Conley playing together. You got two ball handlers in there. That's what we had towards the end. Um, I really think Mike Conley can be a mentor for Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton plays like Donovan in a sense. And Holly Rowe said this last night on the broadcast that Sexton reminds her of Donovan. And I, I started thinking about it a little bit and it's like, yeah. And then as she went on, she mentioned, but he's more efficient with his, his shots and his field goal percentage. And if you look at Donovan's shooting, uh, even last night, he had 31 points, but how many shots did he, have to take to get that. I feel like Donovan takes a lot of shots, which possibly doesn't get other teammates involved as much as they could be. Rudy Gobert, Doran Clarkson, Bojan Bogdanovic. I mean, we had some really great scorers last year. 
And if you look last night, Garland, I know, went out with an eye injury early. He only played 13 minutes. But that's something to watch with Cleveland is Donovan going to take so many shots that the ball doesn't get distributed enough with the Cavaliers. I feel like David Locke this morning just going crazy. Uh, so now I know why he, he talks so fast and speedy and his mind's all over the place because it's exciting. <laughs> and I can only imagine when you're in the arena or around the team how much more exciting it is. Um, so we shot the three really well last night. At halftime, we were at 50%. I believe it was 11 for 22. We finished the game. 16 for 38, we shot 42%, and Denver just was abysmal from the three-point line. Five of 22, shot 23%. We also also shot 51% from the, the field, but assists, assists were up. We got 27. I felt like the team moved the ball. We just looked like we were having fun, and this win feels a little different. Like, if we would have eked it out and um, maybe hit some really lucky shots. I don't feel like Denver was really guarding us that well. Maybe that is because they didn't know what to expect with our team either, just like all of us. But at some point, you know, we're hitting so many threes, you got to guard the three-point line, and they just weren't. So I don't feel like this win was a fluke. Like, we literally went in last night – and we outworked Denver. We just outworked them. We, I mean, we started the game with four turnovers in, like, the first four minutes. Hardy called a timeout, and we tightened up after that. We ended up having 19 turnovers. Um, so, you know, nothing pretty. But on the other side, Denver has 21 turnovers, and – of those 21 and 19, we both had 10 steals. So you're looking at possibly nine unforced turnovers. So stepping out of bounds, I know, was a big thing on the sidelines. So it, it wasn't like a super clean game for us. Uh, we had a great shooting night. I thought our length on defense was a huge difference. I know our interior and my brother and Carson probably say the same. Our interior defense is just going to be rough. Markinen is gets bullied around pretty easily, and uh, we're yet to we'll, we'll see what Walker Kessler is defensively. On the other end, though, I think we're going to guard the three point line a lot more. Which is, if you can give up less three pointers in this league, like with the Golden State Warriors, uh, I mean that goes a long way. A lot of teams are trying to shoot the three. For example, us last year, Quinn Snyder loved the three, and we sh- we shot it really well, but we also lived and died by it. And uh, we definitely died by the three. So I think the length, uh, there was one play where Markinen was guarding Michael Porter Jr., and I think the length of, of Markinen, he just didn't know what to do, and he eventually ended up traveling. Um, it was like a one-on-one play, essentially, uh, at the top of the key, and he tried going left but traveled. And it, it just seemed like Michael Porter was a little confused by the length, didn't know 
should I drive against this bigger guy? Should I shoot over him? Or, you know, is my shot going to get blocked? So with Vanderbilt, Markinen, Olenek, Kessler, um, we got some length, man. We've got some real length. And Vanderbilt is a dog. I mean, I know he fouled out, but if he can hone that in, which I think he will, and he just rebounded and got us so many second-chance points. Uh, let's dive into second-chance points here. Second chance points, we beat them by 16. They had 10, and we had 26. And I think a lot of that is Jared Vanderbilt just being the dog under the basket, going and getting those rebounds. It was so fun to watch. Uh, so fun to watch a team hold on to the 20-point lead, just work, work hard. I think they came out, and honestly, my opinion is they wanted to – win this fan base over. Will Hardy wanted to win to win the fan base over. I think the players wanted to win the fan base over because they're all new. Um, and a lot of fans, you know, as the game was going on saying, we did someone tell us team, we need to tank. We need to tank. And honestly, I don't know if that's the, the strategy here. Like we want to rebuild, right? And yeah, if we get a great draft pick, I think we're set up to get good draft picks. Yeah, maybe we won't get Wembenyama and the first draft pick or Scoot Henderson. But there's other players, and we've drafted pretty well in those you know 10 to 20 to 30 range. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, 13. Rudy Gobert, 27. I mean, there's still good players available. So if we can win and build that winning culture this year, why not is my thought. And I, I loved last night's game. I, I was expecting us to lose. I wasn't exp- – honestly, there's not much expectation with this team, which may be a great thing for fans <laughs> because we don't expect them to win or do much. And if they come out and play like this each game and just give effort, I think that's all that that we're asking for as fans. You know, we want to be entertained. We want to see these guys work hard. It's their job. We all have to work hard every day. And it's, it's fun to see. It's fun to see a team work hard. I thought they shared the ball. I didn't feel like anyone was ball hog or taking shots just to try and get theirs. Um, even Rudy Gay, I mean, wide open in the corners, just splashing threes. It was fun. Super fun. So, um, I'm on fire this morning. Just, I'm really excited about this new Jazz team. I think last year was one of the most hard seasons to watch. Difficult, most difficult is probably better. Difficult seasons to watch. Just because kind of knew what was going to happen and there were so many times in the fourth quarter I turned off the TV and just stopped watching because it wasn't enjoyable I I didn't want to torture myself I guess in a sense so I think this year is going to be completely different at least for me just seeing new bodies and new coach and new way of playing really refreshing for me So, uh, I would love all of you to follow us on Twitter and join in live on game days. 
Um, wherever, whenever we do Twitter spaces, it's really fun to interact with the fans. I really want to make this podcast more about fans and what your guys' feelings are. I know as a fan, it can be a roller coaster of ups and downs. I just watched the documentary with Ryan Reynolds, um, them buying the Wrexham football club over in Wells. And it reminds me a lot of how jazz fans are just, you know, when it's bad, it's bad. And when it's good, it's really good. And, uh, that's, that's fair. That's part of being a fan. We all have our opinion. We all have our feelings. Um, so I'd love to hear your guys's and kind of make it a, a venting board, but also, um, share those thoughts out with the other jazz fans and the jazz community. Um, we are already at 330 plus followers on Twitter in just under, or just over a month, which is incredible. Um, it's really fun to see some of these OG jazz Twitter people on there that just have a following and hopefully we can get there one day, but, uh, love it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Jasketball. My wife is now working for the Utah jazz and the Toyota club. So she got a picture with the bear last night. She sent me a video before a couple hours before the game with the arena all purpled out with the t-shirts on the chairs. So hopefully she can keep giving us insider scoops on home games <laughs> or insider uh, content. So follow us on Instagram. Those That's probably the best place for pictures and videos. And um, yeah, leave me your comments, leave me questions. You know, what do you want me to talk about on here? Cause most of the time I just talk about what I see um, my feelings and I believe my brother Alex and our buddy Carson will eventually be joining me on this. They seem pretty fired up last night. So that's the goal is to finally get those two on the podcast to, to talk some jazz, baby. Jazz, jazz, jazz. Thanks for listening. Jasketball podcast. Listen on all major platforms. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. We have a Facebook, but I don't really pay attention to that. So Twitter is the best place to reach us. Instagram is the best place if you want to see content. We'll see you guys Friday in Minnesota against Rudy Gobert. It's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to Walker Kessler and Rudy Gobert matchup. And I hope it happens all game long. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll see you later.